We all have a creative part of our brain, whether we use it or not, for generating new ideas, problem solving, and just viewing ourselves in this world. I am Ricky McGeckron, an artist living in Chicago, and I am eager to know and share with you all how people of a creative leaning have brought this way of thinking to the forefront and how it has shifted outcomes. One year ago, Mark Benja quit the corporate world after 25 years and started in his new world of being a full-time artist. I enjoyed getting to know him better, and I really appreciate his honesty and positive outlook on things. So you've been full-time as an artist for about a year now. Is that accurate? I decided, yes, in December of 2018, I was going to be an artist, period. Okay, and that is something that, in addition to being a creative endeavor, is also an entrepreneurial endeavor. And I know that your background didn't necessarily prepare you uh, for everything that has to do with being an entrepreneur. Um, Can you tell me about... making that transition. Obviously, you are still making that transition because you don't transition to to that within a year. Um, So forgetting about the creative aspects of it, can you just tell me about the experience of everything else associated with being an artist? It's... uh... My my new phrase is it's it's liter it's literally a it's like a twenty four seven hustle. I mean it is just I I was a little bit dazed by the way that I kind of got I almost got pushed into it. I mean it was my decision to push myself into the creative endeavor, um, but I you know I, it was basically a kick in the rear that that made me pursue it. And in terms of um, yeah, the the whole. I mean, I mean, it's it's marketing, it's networking, it's. I basically decided that Instagram, even though I, I had very little experience with it, was gonna sort of be my means of getting out there. And how did you learn how to use Instagram? So I, I, I had been taking pictures of my partner like on and off. Like I probably have a hundred shots in there or something you know, on a separate account. So my only real knowledge of it was just this very casual taking pictures, you know, of my sure. partner. And but I know you have a lot of fo- I know you have a lot of followers. Well, How that did- was, well, that was right. That was, the, well, that was my first account, but then, right. So then when I decided I'm doing this art thing, that's when I started the whole uh, art account. So basically I've, you know, I've, I, I said to myself, you know, I, you know, you hear rumors about, you know, Instagram's algorithm and how you got to beat it and how you, you know, get people to follow you and, you know, how, how you get exposure. I mean, because that's how I, I see it as a, a means to a lot of things. I, uh, I see it as a means to get my work out there. I see it as a means to connect with people, all that, all that stuff. But I give a lot of support on Instagram. I, I what try does that mean? to... I, you know, when I, I actually use it, I think, I think the whole point of Instagram, you think about it is if everybody just wanted to post their own photos and didn't want to look at everything that's going on of people that they're following, of people that they might be interested in, 
then what's the point? I, you know what I mean? It's so just, are you it's liking just, a lot of things? As oh, a I, yeah, no, I see. Yeah. I, 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 I follow probably 2,500 people or so. So I, 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 I see a lot that I like. I, I comment on, on, on posts that I feel, you know, are deserving of a comment from me for whatever reason, you know, I typically, you know, favorable. Um, so you're, I'll you, share, so you, I'll share so you engage. Oh yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, how engage, did you know to yes, do that? Yes. Did someone tell you that? It's been about a year. I and I don't know. I don't know if anyone specifically told me to do that. I think I just started doing that, and maybe the the fact that I was getting, uh, you know, a favorable sort of uh, response from Instagram. I just kept going with it, and okay. I think the you more can't... you do it, the more you the more you use it, the more it 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 likes you, and it. I guess your algorithm is, you know, your your head. It's it's yeah. The algorithm is happy with you. I guess is what right. happens. Yeah. So the hustle was that yeah. uh, an adjustment to be doing a twenty four seven hustle. Um, there are people that have a twenty four seven hustle personality, yeah. and they go through life like that. Um, is that how you are, or did you have to <laughs> learn to be like that? I think if one is motivated to do something, at least myself. I, um, I, I mean, I give it a hundred percent. I, it isn't something I, I was always busy at my corporate job. I mean, for 25 years, I, you know, was working 12 hour days, 14 hour days. It's, you know what I mean? I, I was dedicated to and loyal. I was loyal to my company. I was dedicated to my job and, you know, it's just the kind of person I am. I just, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it a hundred percent. I think with, the fact that I'm new to art full time or even part time or even, you know, I anytime. It, exactly. I just I you I you just you just need to be on it constantly. And, and plus it's something new. So it's probably new and exciting. And it's the horizon is full of hope. So that keeps things. I, it's, yes, it, it's, it, it's 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 <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, that's part. Yeah, that's part of the case. It's a lot of. I'm scared. I'm. Yeah, this is all new to me. I've been a, a, a you know, a corporate slave literally for 25 years, and I've gotten a paycheck regularly, and now they're not coming in, and I didn't plan on this. So um, it's. It's it's motivation to do what you love, you know, do the art, make the paintings, make the drawings, whatever it is. And it's also you need to you need some kind of income to survive at some point. So, so I think it's all that. Yeah. So can you tell me about why you made that jump and why you decided that you were going to take that risk to pursue being an artist? So I, w I was, I, I technically, I resigned from my job in December of 2018, but it was, it was, I was basically forced out. So I needed to decide right then and there how, what I was going to do. And I said to myself, you know, <laughs> last two companies that I've been at have been extremely volatile and what I had, what I've seen and talking to other people at different companies and, you know, at the time was, it's just something I, I just, I just don't want to do it anymore. I mean, I could be dead tomorrow and then what I, you know, I just, what it, I, I studied art in college, you know, many years ago and it was something that I, 
I kind of intended to do, but I, I just, you know, I got yeah. kind of sucked in so by the paycheck. Were you ever planning on doing art and this was the opportunity or did this situation happen with your corporate job and you were like, okay, I need to do something different. And what, what am I going to do that is going to move me in a different direction from going back to a, in, you know, in the insurance industry? It was all that. This was probably the opportunity, like the push that I needed to, to do art. Uh, I think at the time I said, you know, first of all, I had some money in the bank that I could use. So that's something to consider. If you've got a mortgage to pay or rent or whatever the case may be, you know, I, it's something I need to, I can't just drop everything necessarily. Although I, I could, and I thought about it. In fact, I even considered just losing my condo, but, um, you know, realistically, I mean, I, I did have some, again, some cash in the bank and, uh, I still got some I can use. So that coupled with this push, I just felt like it was, this is it. I'm just doing it. I don't care what happens. I'm just going to do it. Was yeah. it a little bit of a, I'm not going to overanalyze it. I'm just going to do it. Yes. I did not really overanalyze it that much. Yes, yeah. To answer your question. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I really didn't. I just said, that's it. And I said to my partner, I said, hey, we hadn't even been dating that, that long for maybe f five months or something like that. And I said, I kind of expected him to dump me. And instead I said, you know, if I pursue art, are you okay with that? <laughs> and he was yeah. like, sure. So I'm like, great. That's it. Yeah. So this is a, it's a, your situation is very similar to my story Interesting. because, um, you know, art is really my third career. Um, in both of my first two careers were based on, um, something that I knew was pretty much guaranteed success. And, and I knew that there was a plan for success. Um, my first career, I have a degree in engineering and my first career was in industrial industrial sales, working for large chemical companies. I mean, it's like you have the support of an entire global industry to be successful. And there was a career path. My second, um, career was in internet technology. I mean, so there's all kinds of, it's a huge industry. There's all kinds of success stories. I had all sorts of people that I could look at and saying, okay, this is a solid plan. Third time, now I'm doing art. I realized that if I'm going to have to draft a plan for success, I'm not going to do it because I can't, I just can't, you can't do it with, with being an artist. Because so what I had to gauge my success metrics in other ways, um, which I'm still working on. But um, but it's a very different. It's an interesting choice that you and I have made yes. because there is. It's really hard to find people with a. Uh, there is no like tr uh, success track no. that if you just do this, you will be successful. If you're an engineer, there is a tr track. If you do this, you will be successful type of thing, but it is not the case with artists. So I wonder, we're just, are we just crazy, you and I? <laughs> I mean... No, and it's funny. It's it's interesting that you put it like that because insurance is also, I mean, it just gets bigger and bigger. And 
if I wanted to continue to do that for the next 15 years, so I retire fine. But I, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's, it's, yeah, it's a little bit crazy. It's, um, part of me wishes I started this back in my twenties, mm-hmm. but then part of me knows that I'm a little slow and <laughs> people always say to me, Mark, you're not slow. Stop calling yourself stupid, whatever. But in reality, it takes me time to actually sometimes digest things. Anyways, it's taken me, you know, what, 25 years to jump into art, even though I, I went to, to, to college for it. But, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it, in regards to a plan, there is definitely no, there's nothing, nothing's written in stone, particularly in regards to art. There's no track. Um, I think that, you know, I, I, I've spoken with a couple artists that I've met through Instagram, even in different countries, who've you know, and I, and I before I really dig, I really dive myself into all this. I, I said, you know, is it is it possible to make a living? And you know, one of them in particular who um, is is I mean, she's she's popular. I mean, she's got like you know a hundred thousand followers, and she 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 sells her art on a regular basis. She's got you know shows all the time, and she's got uh, people who represent her. She said there's absolutely, you know, there's more opportunities now, but there's still no, you know, like with the internet and everything, but mm-hmm. but there's still no, there's no track. Yeah, no, I th- yeah. I definitely think there, there absolutely is, you can be successful. Yeah. Without no. a doubt. Um, but I think that there is no track like we talked about. Yes. Um, a friend of mine who used, who, who I went to high school with, she subsequently moved to New York and she opened up uh, like her own firm for uh, graphic design and production design. And she stopped doing that and she ended up working for corporate America. Like she came back here for whatever reason. And I said to her recently, I said, you know, she knew I was becoming an artist and doing it full time. And she, she, I asked her, well, how come you don't, you know, continue to do this? And she said, She's lazy. I mean, it, it kind of goes in line with, it's not saying that people are lazy because she's not lazy, but corporate America has got, like you said, it's got this track and with a lot of different jobs, you can just go through the paces. And if you do, you know, you work hard, you'll keep moving up ideally and get promoted and get raises. And with art, it's just, it's not. So let's talk about your art. Um, I know you're an abstract artist. I am not. So I want to know a little bit more about (laughs) when you sit down in front of the canvas. Can you tell me about that process? I know that's a really big question. It's all right. That's fine. Um, To me, when I see a blank canvas, it's it's very exciting to me because it's 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 a start of something completely new. It's, um, it's, you know, there's just so much potential. I mean, you got this blank canvas and, you know, starting physically what I do to start is if I've got no particular inspiration in mind, if, you know, depending on my, my, what I'm thinking at the time about this particular canvas, I can just start making marks. I mean, I'm not afraid to just start with something, whether it be pencil or, even start with just paint, you know, like maybe acrylics I'll start out with or something like that and let it dry or wash and see where it takes me. That's, you know, part of, so this, I think you pointed out, I've, I've been doing this full time for one year. So 
I, I feel like artists should always be evolving and clarifying and perfecting their voice or, you know what I mean? Finding their, I, I feel like I'm really fresh and still finding my artistic voice, my creative voice still. Sure. So there's still a lot of, there's a lot of experimenting I'm still doing. Okay. Um, and how do you feel about that? I mean, when you are spending your time experimenting, do yeah. you feel like that is wasted time? Do you feel like you're investing time? Are you feeling a sense of pressure to get beyond the experimenting and to start producing something that is not experimenting? I, f I feel like, you know, I mean, painting is, is so... Even if you've got a piece of representational art or that I've worked on, I mean, you know, you always kind of question, is it finished or is it not finished? You know, is there something I can do to fix it, improve it? I I, I feel like I, I mean, actually just I was extremely fortunate enough to just like have a show. And to, I mean, that's like something I wouldn't have expected, you know, for 10 years down the line. But Instagram kind of helped me to get that you know, connection. But anyways, my point being, I, I, you know, I've worked on more than 30 paintings over this last year. The, a lot of them are just, you know, even though the, they went in, they were in the show and the, the show has come down, I'm still going to maybe work on a few of them. You know, these experiments are, are just kind of like ongoing. I, I, a lot of these are, are like, partly, I, I think some of them are sort of like, like almost like an, an ultra sketch like I, I part of me felt like I, I needed to speed myself along a little bit do you have a vision for what it, mark as a successful artist would look like a success to me at least initially would be to be able to for example sell one painting per month that I could pay my bills and pay my mortgage that would be like my realistic view of my first real milestone Okay. So, I mean, if you, so moving forward, that is, you would be happy with that. It's important. Yeah. I mean, that you're would be. So, so you're not looking to be, um, you know, the next American great artist. Um, and of course that would be great, but you are looking. And, and the reason why I asked this question yeah, yeah. is I'm trying to figure out yeah. because you, you walked away from something yes. and you are looking for, uh, for something else. So there was a trade-off. So I'm trying to figure out what the trade-off was because you walked away from a consistent paycheck. Yeah. Um, and so what is it you think you're going to get? Well, right now I've got a certain degree of freedom in terms of time and how I spend my time, what I do with my time. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, I, obviously I want to be able to show my work, um, yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I need to be the next Rothko, Hockney, whatever it is. I mean, it would be fantastic if that was the case, but I think really realistically, I don't have an endless, uh, you know, supply of money sitting around, and therefore, I really like to be able to just have some, you know, regular collectors, some people who are interested and. You know, pur purchasing my my artwork, or you know, if I can figure out something. I mean, there's lots of different options. Figure out something to at least you know have something that's a little more consistent than what I have now. If that makes sense. 
Okay. I think the financial is, unfortunately, it's important. But again, I'm not, I'm not independently wealthy. You know, I'm just yeah. So I mean that that is an important aspect of it. And the other, I think, for me to be able to really my important another important thing to me that I think about it would be to really clarify my artistic voice. So it's those two things. It's that creative part, and then it's that financial part. Okay. So what would you say to people um, that are thinking about making a change into doing something different? There's probably a lot of people that are listening to this that are in a situation similar to what you were in, where there's a fork in the road, and they can either go with what they know is going to be um, what they already know, and they and they know the good and the bad of that. But then there's also another pathway that they can take where it is more risky and it's and it's unknown. What, what would you tell people that are at that point? I think that while art is an extremely difficult career to pursue, there are hundreds and thousands of people that do it and are successful at it. And that alone should tell anybody, you know, look at what 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 you want to do, whether it be art or anything else, and say, you know, if you know one person that's done it successfully, or if you can find one person, then it's it's not impossible. And anybody, I'd say, I don't know why later in my life I, I feel this way, but just... I think that it's anything is possible if you can save up you know enough money to say last yourself a year or something like that um I if you can do it you know realistically I would I would try and pursue that as much as you can I, I that's my recommendation is anybody can do it in fact what amazed me when I went on my second round of college was uh, which is about 10, 12, 15 years ago, um, I, you know, I met uh, an artist who was my art teacher, and she was not a famous artist, like ones, you know, you see in magazines, on TV, or whatever that everyone's heard of, like Picasso, but she was making a living with her art. And I guess I didn't really ever think something like that was possible, but really anything is possible I, I think if you're if you're willing if you're if you think if you're optimistic and you think positively in that you're gonna do it you just you're gonna do it I support that <laughs> I yes. mean I just think it's I you just you you have to have that mindset too you need to you're gonna have real bad days and you're gonna think you know the worst things but you just need to keep going you need to you just need to do it you just know that at the end here something's going to happen it's going to happen slowly and i you know i i don't have any expectations on the day to day i don't have expectations about people and what they say they're going to do for me and this and that i just i'm doing it myself for myself it's it's going to happen yeah, and I think there's something to be said for um, all of the standard things that you always hear about hard work, pers- persistence. Um, yes. You know, when you fail, g- 
getting back up and you know just keep moving yes. and, and staying focused i think i think there's something to be said for, um for that 100 percent. persistence is is so much more important than talent if you want to succeed as an artist as you know with you know to, to make a living at it i should say it's it's important to be persistent even if you don't want to make a living you still need to be persistent about it and something will happen persistence is the key yeah you're absolutely right Hard how do work. you think um being persistent do you think that's something that you are inherently or is that something that you um have developed can you tell me about that because i think it all comes from the mind I think that your mind is the start of everything. Um, how you view the world, how you view your relationship with the world, how you view your relationship with other people. And the, and the way you, your mind and the way you think is how you're going to be persistent. Because if you have a mindset that I will never be successful, why are you going to be persistent? But if you have a mindset that if I keep going, I will eventually be successful. That mindset is going to enable persistence. I agree. And I think, I think it's the mind <laughs> I've recently like realized this, I think is the, is the root of all of, um, of all of these good habits that, um, le you know, lead to success in whatever you do. I, I, yeah, no, I, I entirely agree with you. I mean, you're, you definitely need that mindset first then you need to, yeah, then you need to put it into action. I mean, you need to do it. You need to to just keep going at it. Yes, I I believe, yeah, I, what you said, I, I agree with. Yes, it is a mindset. Have you heard of the, I think this is on topic, the five-second rule? Mm -mm. So there's a three-second rule where you drop food on the floor, and if you pick it up within three seconds, it's still safe to eat. The five-second rule is what I read, and I've I've heard it, more than once since that time, my, the initial time I saw it. If you are inspired, all of a sudden you're sitting on the couch when you come home from work and you say to yourself, God, I really need to paint. You should do it. You need to do it within five seconds. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't, your mind will convince you not to do it and you have only five seconds to do it. So that's sort of in line with on a more specific scale, you know, on a day to day. But I, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think that you need to, you definitely need that mindset of you're just going to do it. And it helps when you've decided that you are never going to get that paycheck again, that came from what you've done for the last 25 years. You know, you're put into a precarious situation if it involves financial as well. But I, I think that, you know, if you, if you, if you want to really do something, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. So it sounds like another part of this is action. Yes. As opposed to thinking about it, talking about it. Just you got to do, do it. You just got to do you gotta something. Do yes. You got to do something. You have five seconds to do that thing. You just got, you got to do it. You just got to paint. You just got to get on Instagram. You just got to look at other people's work, comment a little bit. People start following you and, but there are so many people out there that are thinking all sorts of things and yes. they talk about all sorts of things mm -hmm. and they represent all of these big ideas that they have for themselves. 
but they don't do anything. They actually, they just talk about it or they do very little and um, they don't get the results. And a lot of these people are very talented yes. in what, in what I'm, not even, I'm not just talking about art. I'm talking about in all areas of life, people that are very skilled and talented, but they are not putting in the actual, the the work or the effort or the persistence. Yes. Um, and they just, they just talk about it. Agreed. So, and I think the doers will ultimately, um, you know, they will end up getting the results. And yeah. I think that's important. It's important for people to, um, to just, and I think everyone, <clears throat> excuse me. You're absolutely right. Everyone knows that, but I think that we get, it's so easy to get distracted because there's, you know, in 2019, there's so many sources of distractions that yes. keep us from acting um, that we get distracted and we don't we don't realize that. I agree. If if you're painting, you know, whatever, however often a week or whatever, even if you're able to to get home from your corporate job and paint or do whatever it is you want to do, and you say to yourself, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna." start you know i'll get on instagram or i'll send you know a couple photos of my paintings to a gallery or whatever the case may be i you just or even just to to, to be able to pick up a paintbrush you know say i wish i picked up a paintbrush then because now i don't feel like it and it's too late and i'm tired and you just gotta yeah it's the persistence yeah it's the people who who actually do it, I, I 100% agree, are the ones that are going to succeed. And you, it's like you, it's, I think what people don't realize is, even though there's no track for us, at least as artists, look at all the people that do do it. I, it's just, it's, I didn't realize this until recently. It's, it, it can happen. It's not, of course it can. it's so easy to, in your mind, before you say, you know, it's it's just it almost takes more energy, and maybe some of us. I was thinking about why didn't I pursue this so long ago? It, it's I don't know if it's. Uh, uh, I think one of your in one of your podcasts you talked about it. it's you know there there might be like a fear of rejection or fear of failure or feel your feel fear you won't make money or something like that. I. There's no track for any, you know, entrepreneurial kind of if, art. But you were listening to my earlier yeah, uh, the, in yeah. my in my um, first couple episodes, fear of um, rejection yeah. kept coming up for some reason. Yeah, I I'm totally fine with being rejected. I mean, I guess that's so. I don't know if it, if people have that fear. I mean, I'm assuming there's. I mean, there's other people than myself that might have that fear, but. You just just get up and just you just gotta keep going. Yeah, just I think what I, I think what came up a lot was um, we it kept coming up that kids like when you are in elementary school when you had like art class or whatever you had the time when you were doing artwork everyone was sort of equal like there wasn't like the artsy kid in first and second grade everyone was just doing it and everyone was confident and everyone was exploring art but then at some point it just changes and you people follow kids as they become adults are less um open to being creative and just doing things without you know more specific um guidelines and i think that's where it came and it came and it was about um people just feeling looking stupid 
in people feeling a sense of rejection. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what you were hearing on the podcast. I, th- I think that was part of that. I, I, th- I think you need to be able to, you know, for example, on Instagram, you're going to get feedback. And actually what drives me nuts is that all of my comments are positive. I want someone to tell me, you know what I mean? I actually, I, I, I would like some unfavorable because I know everyone doesn't like this work and I, I want to know what people like and don't like and whatever, just because it doesn't necessarily have an impact on what I'm doing, but it, you know what I mean? It, it, it still gives me a more real connected feeling with the people that are looking at the work. Well, it also gives you nuggets to help guide you. It does. Right. Right. If there are actual, you know, some of it's, uh, well, it's all subjective, but at the same time, there are even elements in an abstract work where, you know, you could look at something and just kind of say, even if you're not an abstract fan, you need something in here. You need just a little contrast yeah. or something. And- I go to a, um, an, an art critique once a month yeah. at Gallery Studio O in mm. Ravenswood. Okay. And you can bring two pieces of artwork and it's people giving you, all other artists, giving you feedback. That's great. Um, and it's re- it's really helpful. That's, and that's- I think feedback is wonderful. I'm always, particularly as it relates to this podcast, yeah. I am always asking people, please give me feedback. Yeah. And I tend to get... Um, positive feedback. Um, unfortunately, I mean, you know, because I just don't know what, um, you know, I'm looking, I want to make things better yeah. and I want, I want feedback from people and I don't really get any, but whatever. <laughs> but that doesn't mean if you're listening, please give me a five, five star review on, on the uh, iTunes store. No, I agree. I, you, but, you, yeah. Like you said, I, I also on one of the other podcasts was, you don't learn without making mistakes. You're not going to learn if everybody keeps saying to you, oh, this is beautiful. This is great. This is wonderful. I need to know. Tell me. I yeah. want to know what sucks about it because I need to improve. I want to improve. I want to get better. Like you said. So, so yeah. you know what's interesting about this concept of, yeah. getting, of getting feedback is when I was in corporate America, yeah. when I had like my reviews, <laughs> I would get like a knot in my stomach thinking about any sort of um, negative feedback, like thinking that there was going to be some, like I would dread it now for whatever reason, it is completely flipped because I embrace any sort of feedback like that. Yes. Are you the same? Do you feel the same way or to some extent? Yeah. It depends on who was giving the feedback back in corporate America. I I would tend to, I had a, a real good boss for a long time and, I think his feedback was put in such a way, you know, he was a, a good guy and he was a good boss. And I think he wanted people to improve and grow. And I I, I thought he, he was doing it in such a way that was, you know, not pointing fingers, placing blame, et cetera. It was just a chance. It was an opportunity to grow. But I, I can see where it's definitely a different story because I was definitely more defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, now that you mention it, there's definitely an interesting, yes, there's definitely a difference though. Yeah. I think there's but more. I see what you're saying. There's more value to to constructive feedback right now for yes. us than there was before. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I didn't really feel like it was help. It was more just annoying than yeah, I felt yeah, helpful. Yeah. And maybe... I don't know if it's because it's 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 there. It's all about corporate America is all about money, sorta, and 
art is not entirely about that, but you know, when they're paying you, they're telling you what you want to do and you don't want them to say there's anything bad because then your paycheck is at risk. But whereas now it's, you know, you're, you're just trying to really grow and improve. And... So in the past year, since you have been doing art, um, have the, can, the types of people that you are interacting with different? Are you, cause obviously you're interacting with more artists, I assume, um, has the nature of how you communicate and those connections, are they different than the connections you had before you became an artist? Yes. I think now you're right. I, there's a lot of communication with artists because there's just a lot of artists on Instagram. And so there's a lot of artists following other artists and talking to other artists. And, um, I, I think that, yeah, now the conversations are about art you know, our own respective art. There's conversations about, hey, you know, what would you do in this situation? For example, I, 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 you know, applied for a fellowship, which is art related, a printmaking fellowship, and I was accepted. And then I also got at like the same time, someone approached me about this little show. And I'm like, wow, there's kind of a lot going on here. So I, reached out to this artist friend of mine who I met on Instagram who's in London and he's had shows and his work's been in, you know, at least one book that I'm aware of and et cetera. So he's, you know, he's, he, he's, his, he's a, a mid career artist. He's been doing it for over 20 years. So I, I had a lot of, I've had a lot of questions for him over the course of the last year. Uh, and he's been real helpful about just providing advice on my art, on dealing with, uh, like this, you know, this, the gallery owner on dealing with all different kinds of things. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, people are so, for the most part, I think people have, have got, I think they've got your best interests in mind and at least I hope so. And, (laughs) um, yeah, and I and I love to help people. So anything that I've learned, I've been, you know, anything that any kind of knowledge that I've learned over just over in the last year, I mean, I'm happy happy to to share with people. I try to tell people about stuff all the time. In fact, I just met with an artist yesterday and talked to her about Instagram because she had helped me with something and so I just I said if you need anything, you know, just let me know. And she said, "Yeah, I really I need to get on Instagram and I need you to come over and help me. So I was happy to spend a couple hours with her. And so it's a nice, yeah, it's, it's great to see artists network. And there was, you know, there was good times, fun times back in corporate America, but nobody had any kind of interest in art at all. So, you know, I, that, that, that was one thing that just completely lacked, you know, great people that I worked with and everything just, that part of it was not there. Sure. That makes sense. So if people want to learn more about your artwork or see your artwork, where can they find that? They could find it on, I have a website now, so it's it's actually markbenja.com. And spell that? M-A-R-C-B-E-N-J-A.com. Or if you look me up on uh, Instagram, I you know I've got a page there too. 
Okay. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming to my home. So we are actually recording this in my dining room because the the studio that I normally record in is closed for the month of January. So except on the weekends. All right. Um, so and I'm, I was very nervous that my cat, I have a very vocal Siamese cat. No. So I was nervous that he was going to come out and um, make himself known and try to get attention. And uh, so I don't know, maybe I'm a little disappointed that didn't happen. But no, but thank you for coming. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. My name is Ricky McGeckrin, and you have been listening to Eager to Know, the podcast. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Eager to Know podcast.